Yeah, my name is Austin. I can already tell this is horrible. <laughs> Welcome to Music Man. Some of you may be saying, wow, what's on today's topic? And I'm going to tell you, it's a lot. Some of you may be saying, what, what is it then? Just spit it out. Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to wait for the, uh, the drums to drop and then tell you what it is. I think it's coming up. Nope, not there. Oh, wow. This is going longer than it should have. This is awkward. Um, yeah. But I gotta wait for the drums. Ah, oh, shit. Alright, hold up, hold up, hold up. Here it is. Oh my god, how long is this shit? <sighs> Alright, I'll just, I'll just try to, like, wrap it, I guess. Dun -dun. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, not a rapper. Some of you may say, I ain't got a topic today. Well, you're wrong, because it's on Drizzy Drake, also known as Drizzy Drake, from Toronto. Shout out to Toronto. Kanye's also on it. Who's he? Oh, that's he. <laughs> oh, this is trash. Don't act like I don't get no ass, because that was flash. Oh, wow, the drums take a bit. Don't call me a bitch. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, it's all those two. Those guys who were new. Now they're not. They're known for the game. And it's about their drama. That's all insane. Well, that's going to do. I'm going to cover their drama, their beef, and their concert, too. Damn, that was great. Oof. I think I'm going to just call it a quit there. That was a W no matter how you see it. So, this is Music Man. I'm Austin Castro. I hope you enjoy this episode. And here's the drums I bet. No, it's not. Okay, good. We're ending it here. Bye. Alright. That's probably the worst intro I'll ever do. And I'm proud of it. Alright? They say... Just... Uh... Just, uh... <laughs> They say destruction is art, and uh, there you go. That is probably the top-notch, most artistic thing I've done in the year 2022. And with that being said, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, crap. I always say it's becoming worse and worse, and I think I'm right. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Um, hey, hi, hi. How are you, how are you doing? Um... Today we're going to cover some of uh, Drake and Kanye because I went to their concert, which was pretty fascinating um, to witness in person. So, so here is uh, some of their more recent stuff, I feel like. The concert was too long ago. That was old age new shit. Now, a couple things came up, you know. Uh, there was... Uh, couple incidents with Drake. It's kind of problematic now <laughs> that I think about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out, uh, Toronto. Yeah. All my exes live in Texas like I'm George Drake. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's probably, he, he, he's kind of problematic. 
now. In the sense of, you know, the whole Travis Scott situation, uh, I'll probably cover a podcast on that. Um, again, not a very reliable source, me, on that situation. But there's a couple fascinating readings that you can find on the internet. A couple great videos done, you know, of the whole incident. It's actually really interesting to look into. Please check that out. Don't rely on me when I do the podcast. I'm just telling you as it is. Yeah, that whole incident, which kind didn't really revolve around Drake, but since his presence was present, <laughs> since he was there, and since... He's not credited for all the damage, but he did do a good amount of damage. Um, so, yeah, that that's a whole situation in itself. Not too long ago, too. Um, they went to Dave and Buster's right after that whole tragedy. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, I'm not laughing at this. What happened? It's horrible. But the idea of them being like, yo, that concert was so good. People were dropping like flies. So let's go to Dave and Buster's and while out there. <laughs> it's just like, damn, dude. No one told them after the concert. Really? Okay. Okay, Willis. Okay, Drizzy Drake. Mr. Toronto himself. But whatever. It happened. We're doing a podcast on it, but it's not. It's, it's coming sooner than later. I promise. There's too much that's been happening when I was gone, you know? So, that happened. Recently, very recently, Drake also got into a little another situation. Potentially a lawsuit. It's a rumor, but everyone's saying it may not be a rumor. Um, so, fun fact. Uh, this situation... Revolves around hot sauce, Instagram model, and sex. Oh, yeah. The three trifectas of life. <laughs> no. So a lot of people say, damn, what are you dreaming of today? Uh, all three of those, you know. Insta baddies, hot sauce, and sex. You would think there would be consumption in it. Oh, you're wrong. There's no consumption. All right, story time. So... It was released on, like, a blog site. It wasn't really, like, a credible site. So that's why a lot of people are like, is it a rumor? Is it true? No one knows. But Drake and this Instagram body, Instagram model, you know, Insta thought, whatever you want to call them. Drake and this uh, lady had uh, sexual intercourse. Consensual, obviously. Uh, condom was used. And then... It turns out Drake goes to the bathroom, removes the condom, throwing it in the trash. And this insta baddie was like, yo, I'm going to trap this bitch. And uh, she waits till Drake leaves the bathroom, enters herself, takes the condom out, and inserts it and tries to inseminate herself. Well, for some of you people that don't know big words, inseminate means to let the semen arrive to the egg. So, potentially in nine months. A baby is born. Well, if you don't see why that's a little sus. Um, yeah, she tries to inseminate herself. And once she puts the condom, not on, but you know, pretty much puts the condom. It's a 
she she undoes the condom, puts it towards her vagina, and then like, I guess, reverse finger herself. I'm not sure the situation, but she got the semen on herself. But then she started realizing, yo, why is my vagina burning? She then calls Drake. Drake's all like, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. If you take one more drink, I'm going to sound better. <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. Probably. I mean, I wasn't there. He probably did. But <laughs> he goes, I'm going to confess something to you. I put hot sauce in my semen to kill all the semen just in case one of you baddies tries to parent trap me. And I mean, he's he's been parent trapped before and he ended up being a dead. No, let's not start that, Austin. Stop it there. So then she goes, oh, my goodness, you poisoned me. I'm a Sue. And that's where we're at. So and then it leads to other questions of wouldn't she realize that the semen looked funny? It was either green or red. And it wasn't like a red tint. You, I mean, there is a tint, but it's not like red, red. It's like a pinkish white <laughs> or a greenish white. But then that leads to questions of she didn't even think about it. Like, even with the condom, you'll still see the color and you'll be like, whoa, that semen looks funny, you know? It's just like, what? And the basis of her getting hurt because she tried to parent trap this fool. Who it was not because at that point I don't even think it becomes consensual. It just becomes, yeah, like I don't know, man. It's just like it's just this whole like weird part where it's like, can he sue her for potentially putting him in a situation he didn't want to be in? I don't know, but that's the hot sauce situation, like. Again, if you saw your partner ejaculate a pink substance or a green substance, you'll instantly be like, this fool has STDs. But she didn't say that. She was all like, yo, I'm going to have his kids no matter what. <laughs> STDs or none. And she puts the seed. I don't know, man. And hot sauce has a smell to it, too. So it's not like a... Uh, what you know it's not a pungent i i heard semen smells like avocados i don't know <laughs> i don't think it's reliable but i saw it on the internet i didn't see it on the internet i was just saw a video yeah i saw i saw it on the internet and it was pretty much a lady going you know you know you know the uh, reason a lot of people don't like avocados is because it smells like semen and then i thought about it and i was like yo is that true and then long story short, yeah, it's true. So it's going to smell like spicy avocados. <laughs> oh, no. What holes have I dug myself into? Um, <laughs> yeah. So that happened. Um, so whenever you see a meme with hot sauce and Drake on it, um, that's why. And no one knows if she can actually sue because can she? I'm no lawyer, but I feel like that's bullshit. <laughs> and um, Kanye's going through a divorce. Um, that's a whole fun situation. He calls her out in his newest single called Easy, which is like his life isn't easy. Yeah, and he's all like, yo, God saved me from the crash so I can beat P. 
Pete Davidson's ass. Yeah, he says that in the actual song. Um, the song's pretty good too. Like I, <laughs> I'm not even joking. He calls out his kid, being like, "Kids, being like, yo, you guys are too rich. Fuck y'all. You guys need to eat ramen." <laughs> so yeah, that that's happening. And divorce does the divorce doesn't even seem that nasty. But at the same time, it's Kanye, and he, like, takes shit over the line, you know? It's just being like, yo, those are my kids. I love them kids. And then everyone's all like, but Kanye, they're your kids. I mean, you, you, you can't just, like, you know, like, steal them every once. He's like, they're my kids, though, so I need them. Which I kind of get, because he does seem happier with his kids. I mean, the idea of his kids, he always seems to smile. In interviews I've seen, you I mean, the man's a creative genius and he finds solace in family and his children. So it makes sense. But also, why do you have to call out your own kids? <laughs> it's, it, it's, 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 a, it's a weird, weird thing to watch, in other words. Because you want the best for Kanye, but you also are like... Kanye, please don't do anything stupid. It's Kanye being Kanye. And I love the man. It's just... Come on, Kanye. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where... Kim Kardashian is now... I guess... I don't even think it's out of the bag or anything. They haven't, like, confirmed it or whatnot. Is dating Pete Davidson. Uh, also known for dating... Ariana Grande, who he was going to marry. And then she was all like, yo, Pete, I was just dating you because I was bored. <laughs> and then Pete's all like, oh, no. And then Pete also seems like he's a cool person. But also you're all like, uh, you're too much for me. So he's shut that down. But then the whole situation with Pete dating Kim Kardashian is just like a weird thing that you're just like ah and and the story and the thing is also that recently Kim Kardashian was on SNL and long story short Kanye was there too with her pretty much in the front seat for the first monologue and then she calls him out in front of him and then he's all like oh no my boo and then he leaves but then that also leads to the question of what a bitch. <laughs> it's not even a question. It's like a damn dude. Y'all are calling each other out in public. And this is becoming nasty. I mean it's just weird. Because they support each other. But then they hate each other. It, it does not they hate each other. But you know it's like a. It's a love hate relationship. And it's just. Weird to experience it. From a, like a third person perspective. Or whatnot. So yeah. That's that's my thoughts on what's going on recently. And uh let's go into uh Drake's and Kanye's beef supposedly. I'm I'm pretty sure it wasn't like it was it was a, it was created by corporate flies trying to be corporate corporate America. All right. I'm going to I'm going to say it. I'm going to fully say it. I I'm pretty sure uh uh, it was coordinated. Uh, Kanye Kanye West and Drizzy Drake have the same manager, not same manager, same management company. Whatever, something doesn't make sense about this whole beef situation. Okay, Kiki, 
But then I came, I'll explain why it kind of makes sense, but it kind of doesn't. It's in the middle ground of me and my conspiracy theories thinking this was planted to create drama just for this concert. I'll explain why. Alright, they have the same manager for one. For two, they used to work together in a lot of songs. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, search it up. Kanye's has writing credits and production credits on some of Drizzy Drake's younger stuff. The old Drake. We missed the old Drake. Yep, it's all there. Search it up. Search it up. I swear. Also, Drake has writing credit on Kanye stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. Obviously, not during the whole, like, uh, Kiki period, but I'll explain why the whole Kiki period is a little sketchy. So, they've always worked together from the beginning. So, I mean, uh, and they're under the same label, technically, which is all part of the Universal. I mean, all part of Capitol Records. Um,. But also, I mean, if you think about it, it makes no sense. It's just like, why are the two biggest stars in the world right now hating each other? And it's for sales. It's all for sales. I'm 100% sure it's for sales. But the reason it kind of got out of boundary, the whole point they stopped working together was the infamous... Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? And um, with that being said, it kind of led Kanye to uh, think, hey, did Drake fuck my wife? Oh yeah, it's uh, it becomes a uh, a thing that you start thinking of like, hey, there is actually a potential that Drake ended up. Having sex with uh, Kim Kardashian. And if you didn't know, Kiki is uh, a nickname for Kim Kardashian. Kim K, you know, it's just Kiki. And he comes out with this whole, like, this whole situation with him being like, yo, I'm not sure if Drake actually did have sex with my wife. And if you uh, watch this, I recommend it very much. Um, this whole thing, this, uh, this podcast or video, if you will, on YouTube, uh, from Drink Champs, um, highly recommended. It's called, uh, Kanye West on Danya, Danda, Danya, (laughs) Danna, Drake, Marriage with Kim Kardashian, his legendary, uh, career and more. Um, he gets super fucked up and he's all like, yo. I don't know if Drake had sex with my wife. Honestly, I don't want to know. But with that song, kind of led him to think, yo, I think he had sex with my song. I mean, with my my wife, with my song and my wife. He's having sex with both. And and then that kind of led everyone to be like, yo, is Drake smashing? And yeah, blah, 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 blah. It becomes idea of Kanye wasn't certain of it. And if you were to put yourself in his perspective, yeah, if there was another friend of yours who happens to be a major star and who happened to, you know, be a weirdo, some kinky weirdo who has sex with everyone he can, I mean, I'll kind of believe it too. (laughs) 
I'd be like, damn, dude, this fool fucked my wife. And he, like, passed their relationship. They probably weren't even together if it happened. But if, like, the idea that your friend had sex with your current wife would rub you wrong, who wouldn't rub it wrong? And that's pretty much what Kanye states, too. He's all like, it, you know, I don't know. So it becomes even worse because I would prefer to know. I mean, that's how it is. But then again, Kanye kind of, like, kind of like try to settle this whole situation but while kiki that situation was i'm all over the place but this is all context but when that kiki situation was going on drake and pusher t got in a fight pretty much a whole argument and that's when pusher t released the information of drake having a kid by a former porn star ex-porn star and he was kind of like a bastard father or whatnot, deadbeat. And he calls him out, and it's an amazing song. I would recommend you checking it out because it's hella amazing. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing of how, like, dramatic, and you're like, holy shit. He calls out his son by name and, like, Drake, you're deadbeat. Stop being a fool and stop trying to fight me. And then Drake got angry at Kanye for, like, not defending him because Pusha, Pusha T is a part of uh, Good Music, which is Kanye's record label, which Pusha T also became the CEO of Good Music. So then that created a whole beef because Kanye didn't really do anything. He's like, all right, let the boys fight, whatever. I don't care, you know? And then that created even more of a stir of, like, a, oh, fuck Kanye. But Drake always has always try to push Kanye in the sense of I'm better than you and then Kanye will push back being like nah I'm the greatest of all time and then yeah so it's always been that childish mentality of like oh I'm better no I'm better no I can run faster no you can't I'll run faster than you oh my goodness you tricked me you're cheating you're a cheater stop cheating that's literally their whole relationship so with that being said, it kind of led to a split between them two because one was all like, fuck you, you fucked my wife. The others are like, fuck you, you told everyone about my child, you know? And those are two situations no one wants to get in between, so it becomes this whole thing of, like, everyone going, wow, I'm Team Kanye, I'm Team Drake, and it's, like, becomes Twilight, and then everyone's all like, I'm Team Edward, and I'm Team, what's his name, Jacob, or Fabio, I forgot his name. I'm Team Wolf. I'm Team Vampire. And then everyone's all like, uh, I don't care. And yeah, that's been their relationship since then. And then Kanye goes on to Drinking Champs, which I just referred to. And he pretty much goes, yo, we need to stop this bullshit. I'm releasing an album and it's actually really fire and people love it. And we should have concert Drake. And then Drake's all like, yeah, I got you, homie. Yeah, we can get together. And then they got together at Drake's place. And then he's all like, you didn't dox me. It's a well-known place in Canada. Oh, yeah, that was also one thing. Is Drake lives in, like, a very well-known place that you can literally Google. And he was all like, Kanye dox me. And Kanye's all like, no, I drive up there and I know where it's at. You just happen to live there. <laughs> so, yeah, that whole situation happened. And then that's what led to the free, uh, 
forgot his name. Larry Hoover concert. Bennett. It's a, it was a benefit, I think, a benefit concert. I don't know, but we'll go over that in our next segment of, wow, how long did I wait for this concert? Up next. All right, the final part is the free Larry Hoover benefit concert with Ye featuring guest Drake. Well, ow, my ear. Hold up, sorry. I hope you can hear that. All right. So, let's explain the day. It's in the Coliseum, which if you don't know, the parking fucking sucks in downtown. Well, close to downtown. It's past downtown, but it still fucking sucks. Parking's the worst, so you got to park a mile away, which I ended up doing with my girlfriend. Then we walk up there, and then we go into the concert, you know? We're going into the venue. In Los Angeles, you have to have a vaccine card and you need proof of vaccination. So they check your I I mean your vax card. Uh, I have mine, but I show them the ticket because I thought they were asking for the ticket because I wasn't paying attention. I was too excited. Couldn't go see Kanye for the first time in concert. So I kind of like shown the uh, a ticket. And if you didn't know, uh, Ticketmaster tickets look like they kind of look like uh, the Los Angeles County vaccine cards. So they didn't check my vaccine status. I'm fully vaxxed though. So that was cool. <laughs> it, it made me worry though because I was all like, yo, she didn't check my vaccine card. And then my girlfriend's all like, wait, what? And I was like, I showed her the ticket and I didn't realize like I didn't. I didn't realize she was asking for vaccine cards and she was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, so put on your mask. Fuck this shit. So, yeah, we go in, which I will. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we go in tickets there and get a beer. You know, you got to you got to drink a little bit. You know, it's a concert. One beer, 30 bucks down the drain. It is what it is. That's life, baby. So. Then we go up to the uh, our seats, which it actually, the seats weren't too bad. They were not bad. We were pretty close. We were on the first level pretty much. So it was pretty great. Um, no, it was second level, I think. Whatever. We were right next to the idiots that paid $500. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I paid $50 for mine. Ticketmasters are assholes. You want to know why? Because I guess... It ended up being that the tickets before I got them uh, were so high. They ended up being like $300 for two like big stars. Okay, you know what? Splurge out. But then they ended up increasing the price to approximately 400 So with taxes and all that shit, this reservation fee or what bullshit that is, it ended up causing like $500. Yeah, that's a no for me, coach. So, I waited. And I was like, yo, these tickets went on sale. I'm kind of disappointed. My girlfriend's all like, it's cool. We're going to go see Red Hot Tilly Peppers. And I was like, yeah, the peppers. A week prior to the release of the concert, I mean, concert pretty much, till the concert, uh, I got curious. And I was like, you know what? They're probably like, I don't know if I should check. I don't know the situation. So, I checked. Ticketmaster. 
That's why we kind of like them and we kind of don't. I checked and they ended up dropping the price. And I was like, wait, is this a scam? Am I Is someone trying to scam me now? You know, because people love scammy people. So I got to double check. So I check a couple new sites and they're like, yo, since it was such a pricey fucking ticket, a lot of people opted out and which led Ticketmaster to be going like, yo, uh, we fucked up. Uh, here's some $50 tickets and they're pretty close. So copy yours now. So uh, in a splooge of the splooge of the moment, I go, I need these tickets. So I bought some tickets for $140, me and my girlfriend go saw Drake and Kanye together at the Larry Hoover Benefit Concert. All right. So we're in our seats. $50. Not even joking. Five rolls down. You can tell those motherfuckers paid $500. You can just tell. And the part of me was like, ha, fuckers. I've got to pay the same thing for the same experience. You're an idiot. <laughs> no, but I feel bad because I was like, they're not getting anything else. And I know that. They are literally just sitting a little bit closer. Like, a little, like no, no joke, five feet closer. And I got the same experience. Whatever. It is it is what it is. Um, So, yeah, we get to our seats. And the concert was supposed to start at 8 or something like that. So we wait and we wait and we're like, oh, fuck. Don't tell me we're going to wait till nine. Yep. Nine hits. All right. All right. Let's we know Kanye's infamous for taking fucking long. So we wait even more. And then they do that announcement of uh, every stadium where it's all like, just in case of an emergency, everyone fucking chill the fuck out and exit properly. Don't be assholes. So, yeah. We just experience that. Everyone gets hyped. Everyone's ready. No, no, concert does not start. We wait another 30 minutes. And he's waiting, obviously, for the crowd to start coming in. And we wait even more. And we wait even more. I think it was by, like, 9.30. Everyone was over. And I'm like, when is the concert going to fucking start? And then I forgot her name who came in. I forgot her name, but she comes, some lady comes in. I think she's part of the album. And I remembered her voice and I was like, hey, that's the lady that does a couple of the songs on Donda. And she talks about uh, Larry Hoover, how it was like, uh, uh, he shouldn't be in this situation. It kind of seemed like they framed his ass. And yeah, so then we end. And no joke, she kept on talking for way too long for my liking. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were telling her through the uh, earphone, keep on talking, keep on talking. Uh, they don't want to come out yet. Keep on talking. So then we go and fucking just sit there, and I'm halfway done with my beer, and I'm like, oh, no, I hope I don't have to get another one. <laughs> I mean, that's the dread of, like, a lot of these concerts. It's like, damn, I better not go through all this beer. So then we continue with uh, her talking her talking and then we wait some more and at this time everyone's just like over it where i fucking get his someone pull his fucking ear and take him out on the stage if we have to but guess what the concert starts 
but not start with Kanye and Drake walking down, you know, how glorified and whatnot. No, it's uh, Kanye's choir, you know, the guys, the people that he's been underpaying apparently in. Yeah, he has a lawsuit with them, but they still perform with him, which is kind of like a weird, sketchy situation where I'm not sure what's going on, but whatever. It is what it is. Uh, they come out, uh, do a little like hums and hymns and go sims and go, and they do a couple like they did a Dell song, which was pretty cool. And I was all like, hey, that's Adele. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah. And then the, uh, uh, everyone's rocking out to like some hums you know everyone's just dancing and then it happens it was drake and kanye comes down the stairs glorified everyone's yelling and then drake's in some like weird garment kanye is also in some free larry hoover garment they go into the middle of this dome right in front of us it looks like a freaking like his normal setup that he loves standing in the middle of a field with a dome and he's on top of the dome that whole thing and the greatest part about the concert was he literally played all of his greatest songs on earth yeah best 50 dollars i've ever paid it was first kanye with no joke an hour set or so uh greatest hits everyone was Digging it. Everyone was dancing. Every there was children on the streets. There was helicopters going around dancing. There was a vibing. I was worried that the stadium will collapse of how amazing this concert was. Yeah, it was a whole thing, dude. I I swear to God, you would be like, damn, damn. Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. I have proof. <laughs> you can check out the free labor who were the. Uh, uh, documentary concert series whatever you want to call it on Amazon Prime um, I would highly recommend it it was an amazing experience to watch the first half was great the second half was even better I'll explain why in a minute but yeah that's Kanye had two sets you know right in the middle was Drake's set um, I'm gonna be honest Drake pay- played nothing but his latest album which was a uh, Certified Lover Boy. We will be doing a review on that bitch. Um, but yeah, it wasn't as good as Kanye set. The reason why is Kanye literally played all of his greatest hits. No joke. And then when he got bored of playing the greatest hit, he was like, nah, nah, skip to another one. Next, next track. He'll just sense the vibe of the people. If people weren't dancing, he was like, next track, next track. He did it like three times, and I was like, damn, dude, imagine being that cool and just being like, ah, skip this. I don't like this. Nah, nah, nah. Not today, Satan. No, that's that's literally how the concert was, and it was amazing just witnessing. And then, you know, he played literally every fucking song, every song that made him famous just like right in front of you. And it was fantastic. Then Drake came on. And you're like. Vibe kill. <laughs> no I'm not even joking. No thr- no hurt on Drake. Drake's studio performances are amazing. You know. Studio performance. I've never experienced him beyond this in concert. But it wasn't an experience that I would be like. Yo I want to see Drake again. No it was me like. Going. Wow, I'm never going to go see Drake, but Kanye, I'm going to make sure I see him for next time. That's literally how it was. Not only did he seem like he wanted to hype up the crowd, but he didn't. And you can tell there was a, there was a good amount of con- uh, Drake fans. A good amount. They were singing with him, but they weren't like 
they weren't jiving. They were <laughs> they were going back down, you know? No, they were they weren't digging. I don't know, man. It was he he a mood killer. He was a mood killer. And the reason too it seemed like he wanted to be like other artists. You know how Travis Scott is famous for like I'm a hype beast. I'm like just sicko mode, whatever. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's Travis Scott. And it seems like he's trying to enter that market, but he doesn't do it so well because he heavily relies on backtracks. Not even joking. Heavily relies on it, where he's not even singing. But then when he does sing, it ruins the whole track. And Auto Tune is his best friend. It. It got so bad that there was a point where Kanye seemed like he felt guilty for having Drake on after him. That when he came back on stage, he put his microphone full on auto-tune. Fully on auto-tune. Fully on auto-tune. Not even joking. The first half didn't have much. Did not have much. The second half, full auto-tune because Drake was literally relying on backtracks and auto-tune. And it wasn't even filled in properly. It was like, yo, yo, yo. Just <laughs> where the autotune distorted the sound. It was just all over the place with Drake. And you're just like, damn. And then he plays Girls Loving Girls. You know, that whole situation. Which, again, what the fuck? Girls love girls. But, uh, you know, it's where I'm from, you know. Uh, I hate that song so much. It was so fucking stupid. But then... <laughs> but then you're just like, damn, dude, Drake, you kind of suck, dude. You suck at this. Maybe you weren't on your game, you know? Because not only... It it probably was super intimidating seeing Kanye play nothing but hits. And then you look at your set list and you're like, oh, this is from my recent album. Like, granted... Kanye played some of Donda stuff, and it was only the most popular ones. Drake played every, not every song on Certified Lover Boy, but just enough to be like, uh, yeah, dude, that's not your greatest album. <laughs> so as I said, once Kanye came on stage, he had his microphone on full auto-tune I can sense you can sense it as an audience member of wow he feels guilty <laughs> he probably did not tell Drake yo I'm gonna play nothing but classics bring your a-game nope <laughs> but then yeah so Drake gets off Kanye's back on stage with his full auto-tune mic he sings a couple more songs and then he does... What song was it? Was it Runaway? No, it wasn't Runaway. I don't know. I'll figure out what the song is. Hold up. I'll pause it here. Alright. So, I got some files. I got some musical files. Um, So we can go down the little history books of uh, uh how the experience was. So, they enter... I'll I'll show you the awkward situation in just a bit, but I'll explain. I I mean it, it pretty much explains the whole situation. So, this is uh them entering. They're going down. Everyone's yelling. It was it was a hell of a time. 
banter with that. That's I mean it was pretty cool. And then Kanye goes into Donda stuff. Yeah, the bass line you can hear throughout the whole thing. Yeah, it was probably the greatest experience and probably uh, one I would never forget because it was just one of those weird things. I think you can hear me in the back. <laughs> I want to write. Okay, so here's the situation. He plays Runaway, all right? Everyone's vibing. Everyone's singing. Everyone loves Kanye, you know. And then he gets into this one part at the end, which you can totally tell is not a part of Runaway, because if you're a fan of Kanye, you'll be like, yo, what is going on? So, I'll play it for you right now. So the reason that becomes funny is because the next day Kim files di for divorce fully. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not even joking. So that was also one experience that I thought was hilarious and ironic. Yeah, so that happened. Oh, you can hear it here. Oh, yeah. You can hear the auto-tune on here. How's that possible? Yeah, this is pretty much the whole thing. Yeah, it was it was an experience. This is how they ended the concert, I believe. That was pretty cool. But yeah, long story straight. Um, it was it, the Drake situation during the whole Kanye thing. Not Kanye, blah, blah, blah. the concert when Drake was on was so dis. It wasn't distasteful too. I don't. I don't know what went on. I don't. Ho I hope that's not how Drake has his performances. But it was. You can sense something off. You know. You can be. You can sense like yo. I don't know if Kanye's engineers did him dirty or something. Yeah, you know. So when Drake was on, it killed the whole mood. And I think I hope that showed you. You can hear how dramatic that auto tune was. So yeah, it was weird. And then Kanye's whole like Kimberly thing and the irony of that. <laughs> and yeah, but besides that whole situation and everything else, it was a great concert. Um, it was worth it. Uh, the it was a bitch trying to leave. I'm gonna be honest, but it was pretty cool. I loved it. Uh. 
yeah, again, probably won't won't see Drake, but I'll happily see a Kanye concert again. Um, so I think that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this whole forty minutes. Probably I'm gonna be honest, and uh, yeah, that was the Ye and Drake situation of uh more recent uh recent the past and the concert so i hope you enjoyed it leave a like tell a friend about how bad this podcast has gotten because it's probably gotten worse and i hope you guys are safe uh don't be stupid and uh yeah have a good one ciao